0: ...a way to make a push. Here's Dreisettle to the net. Rich shot score! 3-0 Leon Dreisaitl coast to coast from inside his blue line and he just undressed Mike Riley and then beat Matt Murray upstairs. Had a chance to get it out, did not. Might pay for it. McDavid, Eugene Hopkins, drag move, couldn't pull the trigger. Backdoor one-timer score! And Dreisaitl does have his second goal of the night and his 13th of the year. Oilers with their second on the power play. It's 5-0. Dreisaitl to McDavid. Has his man beat. Drop pass. Dreisaitl for the hat trick. He scores. 7-0. Fourth career hat trick for Leon Dreisaitl. And the Oilers continue to pour it on. Leon Dreisaitl leading
1: the way in a rout at Rogers Place. The final Edmonton Oilers. Seven Ottawa Senators. One. So the Oilers have won three straight. They're 17-11 on the season at the halfway point of this year. And 6-0 and oh against Ottawa. Thanks a lot. For joining us tonight, it's 8:57. Loge level at Rogers Place, along with Rob Brown. I'm Reed Wilkins on Heartland Ford overtime open line. Well, Rob, it started early, 3:52 into the game. The Oilers scored a couple minutes later. Then they scored two goals a minute 18 apart. Later in the first, four nothing after one. Two goals in a minute two in the second period, six nothing, and then a seven one final. We were talking last night how a lot of nights the Ottawa Senators have been just good enough to lose a close game but they've had some nights like this a couple against the Oilers I mean just a complete blow tonight it,
2: it was uh, it was a team that uh, didn't look prepared to start the game uh, and obviously it was a tough start for them they put with new no, excuse me with Drysdale and McDavid out there at the first shift dominated it was uh they're playing keep away with the Ottawa Senators they get a goal then the, f- the fourth line comes out there's a turnover a mix-up at the Ottawa Senators bench now it's a 2 on 0 now you give up another goal and it's from there the, just the sag just the uh, the letdown on the Senators bench it's I, I, when you're having a tough season as the Senators are uh, it seems like there's too many nights you're staring up at a scoreboard and it's 2 nothing, 3 nothing, 4 nothing early in hockey games. And the Senators are not a team that's built to come back from big leads. They have had a one or two this year. They had the big one against Toronto. But this is not a team that is loaded with offensive depth yet. they got some good young players. They're going to be good in a few years, but this isn't their season. And it eventually it just wears on you. And the pushback wasn't there tonight through the first 40 minutes the play was entirely in their own zone and in the third period the Oilers just let up a bit and that's when the Senators actually uh, resembled the team that we've seen in a few of the other games but this was a game that the Edmonton Oilers came out with a mission and they accomplished it they were the better team in every single aspect of the game tonight and the 7-1 score probably flatters the Ottawa Senators because it could have been worse
1: Mike Smith makes 21 saves. He is eight and two on the season. So he continues to be a big story. Connor McDavid at 48 points at the halfway. I know there was some discussion earlier in the season about him getting to a hundred. It is not out of the realm of possibility. It's going to be difficult and you're not going to get seven most nights, especially I think when you get down the stretch, but we can, uh, we can bring that up a little bit as well. And since starting the season, and The Oilers have gone 14-5. and With seven goals tonight, the Japanese Village goal light is on on 630ched.com, so you can print up a coupon for a free appetizer to Japanese Village restaurants. Thrilled to serve you again for dine-in and take-out. Complete details at jvedmonton.ca. We turn the goal light on whenever the Oilers get to five or more in a game. How about the pass from McDavid to Dreisaitl for his hat-trick goal?
2: It was nice. Uh, Well, I I don't think, uh, actually, Leon was expecting it. Normally when Leon is ready for a puck, you could see he's already cocked and ready. He's got the stick down. He's He knows where the puck's going to be and he knows where he's going to put it on that one there. I think he was a little surprised. But great ones are able to find the puck and make th- quick work with it. Uh, Murray, again, did not look good on that one. Uh, that's one where you just tug the post and hope the puck hits He opened up everything and allowed Leon to put the puck in the net. Uh, the, Leon and Connor uh, in the Toronto series weren't... Leon and Connor. They, they didn't play up to their potential, and they were the first ones to admit it. They wanted to come out and, and, and make a statement after that series, and with Dave Tippett wanting to, them to get back on a roll, wanting them to have their swagger again, put them together, and they've been magic. Every time they step on the ice, they either create something, or they put the puck in the net and that's something that's been fun to watch
1: oilers take it seven one courtesy mattress superstore give them five minutes and they'll give you the best sleep of your life take the sleepology body scan and take the guesswork out of buying a mattress here's head coach dave tippett
3: Dave, the offense uh, is the obvious answer but, but overall what did you like most about your group kind of as a whole
4: hello we we're really solid really solid in the first period we checked well, really structurally pretty sound and we ended up getting a lead. I had a real good first period, second period we come out and capitalize on a power play early and then, uh, you know, kind of pushed the game along for there.
3: Can you uh, just discuss what you've seen from Dreisaitl over the last couple of weeks? It was pretty clear that he was, you know, maybe fighting through something. Uh, maybe some frustration follows. And then we see what he's done here recently, just kind of maybe capture his last few weeks.
4: Yeah, we got it. There was two or three days there where he didn't practice. He got some rest and uh, took care of his body a little bit. And he's come back, he's feeling good now. And obviously it's showing on the ice.
5: Mark Spector,
3: Sportsnet. I know the concern always is when you put those guys in the same line together that you might not get enough for the rest of your team uh when they get eight points
4: i guess that's kind of a moot point dave do you is that still how you look at a game like this are you still concerned with what everyone else does yeah I, I was concerned about how our team was going to play as a whole tonight and i thought we've you know the first half of the game we played really well
3: you've seen a million good players and they're not all the same everyone has their strengths and weaknesses give me a thought on dry and you know he passes as well as he shoots. Does he remind you of anyone from the old days, or is it? Yeah, it's
4: hard. It's hard to say. Like he's just a, such a strong player, and uh, you know he holds the puck. He uses his body well. Forehand, backhand doesn't seem to matter to him. Uh, he's just got. He's got so much poise and in tight spots. He's got so much poise with the puck. So he's just. He's an elite player. And then you know you put the two of them together. You know it's a pretty good combination. Jason Gregor, T S N twelve sixty.
5: Dave, you mentioned how you really like the first half of the game and you know the game's kind of over there at five nothing. Having played as many years as you did, you understand like I don't know if let down's the right word, but you know, the intensity's not the same. It's kinda hard to maintain the same intensity when you're up five nothing.
4: Yeah, you just, you know, we just, we got to keep playing the same way, you know, it's, it's, there's no cheating, you just got to keep playing the same way, getting plays that are made, uh, you know, making plays that are there, structurally, you got to be sound, you just got to keep playing, and that's, that's what good teams do, and that's, uh, you know, that's what we were stressing from our group, just keep playing, and, and, uh, you know, the score is what it is, but you you, you got to keep doing things right to give your, you know, just good habits all the way through the details of the game. So, you know, for the most part, I thought it was all right.
5: Dave, uh, uh, Jajar Kera, uh, you know, he kind of lost his two regular wingers that he had a good chemistry with in Archibald, and then you moved Ennis uh, up. But it seems whoever he's played with lately, you're getting something. Scored a nice goal on a great field yeah. from Shore tonight. Is this the most consistent stretch of games that that you've had over the last year and a half from Macara?
4: Yeah, he's played really well. You know, I give him a ton of credit because early on wasn't going, uh, you know, his way early on. And he... uh, He uh, missed some games and he went down to the taxi squad and really worked his butt off. And I give him tons of credit. He's come back and he's been a big part of our team. So, uh, and and it just shows, you know, he was with, like you say, he was with the other wingers. Now he's with two wingers tonight. And that line was really strong for us tonight. So uh, I give JJ a ton of credit. He's played very well.
6: Ryan Rashad, TSN.
3: Uh, Dave, I should ask you about this earlier today. So it's a little bit off topic from the game, but what's just, what's the status on Cahoon? his
4: availability when you foresee him getting back in? Uh, he was available tonight. We just uh, went a couple different directions. He's, we're just, you know, you got a lot of players around. You're looking for a certain mix and uh, he's, uh, you know he's played well there's you know we chart a lot of stuff he's around a lot of chances but we're just looking for a different mix tonight and uh just like a little bit like ennis was out for a few games here and there uh cahoons out for a couple games
5: thank you rob kichkowski post media hi dave uh your team seems to
7: be pretty much ready back where it was before the toronto series uh i mean obviously you're uh, glad to see
4: that uh, what uh, how did they get uh, back to where they were so quickly Well, you know, probably too much emphasis put on the Toronto games and and as being so bad. And those games, if you really look at them close, like there was parts of those games that still didn't mind our team. There's other parts that we struggled in. And, uh, um, you know, we came back and played a hard game against Calgary. Uh, we've had two against Ottawa now that we're trying to get our game back in order. And sometimes when you get uh, punched in the mouth, you got to come back and get up off the mat and start working again. And that's what we've done. So it's been, uh, you know, it's been good for our team. We recognize some things that we've got to do a lot better. Uh, we reached the halfway point tonight, and we're uh, so we're going to have a meeting tomorrow, go through the first half, and and just assess where we're at and where we have to continue to improve. So. You know, there's been some ups and downs. We try not to have the uh, the emotion go with the up and down and just recognize what we have to do and sometimes what we have to do better and sometimes what we're doing real well. So that's where we're at. We've got to keep building.
1: Thank you. Thank you. If there are no more questions. All right, that is Oilers head coach Dave Tippett after his team wins 7-1 against the Ottawa Senators. Huge night for Leon Dreisaitl. He gets a hat trick. Gets two assists. Tyson Berry, three assists tonight. Connor McDavid, a goal and two assists. So I'll tell you what, we're at the halfway point of the season. So Rob and I will talk a little bit about the first half and where the team needs to go. You're welcome to chime in on that as well. You can let us know your surprises or disappointments. For the first half, you know, if you just want to call in for a a minute, you don't even have to ask a question. You can just kind of let us know what you think or uh, your prognosis for the second half of the season, where you think the team can finish some of the things you like and some of the challenges you think they might have. Uh, We're happy to hear all that kind of stuff. 780-496-0063 is the CertainTeed hotline. CertainTeed, professional-grade building materials, pro all the way. That's also the number to text. You can also... Be just a helpful, good person like Nick in the truck, who says there's a stalled semi highway 44 southbound at the Busby turnoff just south of the corner. The lights are flashing and it's a little dangerous, and he just wants the listeners to know. Nick, we appreciate that. Back with your feedback, more post game reaction. Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Final damage of Rogers' place, Edmonton Oilers 7. Ottawa Senators won Leon Draisaitl a hat trick fourth of his career third in the regular season you can get us at 780-496-0063 Rob says hey guys why hasn't Taylor Hall's name come up when bringing in talent to fit what the Oilers are looking for a top six winger plus I believe the fans would love him to be back I know I would yeah I think I, I think when Rob and I talk about the, the stuff tonight for the second half of the season or acquiring players we'll keep it to this season uh, here's the thing with the Oilers. If they're going to make a deal, it, it has to be even money in and out. And, and Taylor Hall makes $8 million. So if you're acquiring Taylor Hall, A, you either have to ask Buffalo to retain a fair chunk of that, and then you have to give them Either eight million dollars in salary, or six million if they retain two or whatever. So that that would be a really, I, I agree. He he'd know, fit he'd in well. need another winger. Yeah. He'd fitted well. That that'd be, uh, I think that'd be a tough trade to pull off.
2: What and the more money that a team retains, the more you're going to have to offer for the player. So if they right. so if you say okay, yeah, I want well, you're going to need you to retain seventy five percent of his salary. Okay, we will, but now you're going to have to sweeten the pot yeah, for us. We want every good player in your minor league so, system. plus this guy, I, yeah, yeah, I I do believe that Taylor Hall will be in play for the Buffalo Sabres. An unrestricted free agent at season's end, and their team is having a horrible season, and they might be without their their star player Eichel as well. Uh, they they should move Taylor Hall. I just don't know if the Oilers can afford him either through. Salary or through what the Buffalo Sabres will want in the trade. So, it, as nice as it would look having Taylor Hall on one of the top two lines, I don't believe that's going to happen.
1: So the Oilers get seven tonight. That means a $700 donation to 630 Chet Santos, Anonymous, courtesy James H. Brown and Associates' serious injury lawyers. They're going to 100 bucks to Santa's for every goal throughout the season. The total for the year now, $9,300. Thanks so much to James H. Brown and Associates. On the Certainty Hotline, we have Brandon ready to go. Hey, Brandon, thanks a lot for calling, man. Go ahead. How are you guys doing today? Hi, yeah, we're good. Brandon, what's up? So, um... Two questions. Number one, why don't you think
8: Bouchard's been in lately? Like, it can't do him good just sitting on the sideline, not playing. Uh, number two, Mike Smith said at the beginning of – at earlier, the beginning of this year that he saw a movement coach, that he's been moving a lot better and right now. What are you guys seeing differently from him that's
0: helping him in the
1: Well, he saw, I don't know if you listen to, I I have a show called Inside Sports, Brandon. I had Adam Francilli on the show about three weeks ago. That's who he worked with in October, November. And he's a development uh, coach who primarily works with goaltenders. And they worked on, yeah, body movement and getting some bad habits out and focusing on the good habits.
2: So that's definitely helped. Uh, What was your other question? About about Bouchard, Bouchard? honestly, I just believe that right now, Dave Tippett feels the sixth defenseman that he played tonight give him a better chance of winning. Uh, he's he's not looking next year, two years down the road. Who's got the higher ceiling? He just feels that right now, the six that he has in uh, give him a better chance of winning. And it's hard to argue a lot of what Dave Tippett's done this year. As the team has been on a quite a heater since the the start of the season.
1: Yeah. Thanks, Brandon. Appreciate it. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Yeah, and with uh, I mean they they do not want to put on the taxi squad because they they're think afraid he'd they're get claimed. Yep. So Bouchard is now on the taxi squad. So once he's on the, I mean, it's easy enough to bring a guy back, but then you got to put somebody else on. Uh, and I mean, I think there are some forwards, obviously, that they have put on that probably wouldn't be claimed. But yeah, I mean, uh, I like what Bouchard
2: brings. Oh, everyone I, I does. He's, he's got, as I know that you've talked about it a lot and Jack and Bob, that uh, he's he's got the highest Probably has the highest potential. Uh, he moves the puck as well as anyone on the team, if not better. Uh, there are some uh, warts in his game defensively, and all young defensemen are going to have it, especially defensemen that come in that have a high skill level. In junior, he didn't have to play in his end very much. He was way better than everybody. He usually had the puck, and he was in the offensive zone. Um, I think part of the, f- the fact that this is a, a shorter season and the-, the games are more important because you're only playing divisional games, that Dave Tippett is not going to play players just to get them in the game, just to, to help their um, ability to become a better hockey player. He's trying to win hockey games, and right now I think he believes that the six that he played tonight are the six best to give him a chance to win. I don't think Bouchard will be out for a long, long stretch, but it's hard to argue of putting them in next game when this team played as well as they did against the Senators tonight. It was almost a, a, a perfect hockey game. So it's hard to take guys out of the lineup when they had a, a, a as good a game as they did tonight.
1: Yeah, Leon Drysdale with five points is the first star. Connor McDavid, the second star. Darnell Nurse, the third star. The fourth star of the game, Rob, is presented by Mr. Mike's Steakhouse Casual, your hockey destination. Make your reservation at Mr. mrmikes.ca.
2: Who were the three? Was Jujar Kara on that? He was not. Jujar Kara was the four-star for Got me Got a goal tonight, third of the season. That line was good. They're very, they were very good. And, it's, and at, I, know what, I can't remember what reporter talked about it, but he made a point that Jujar's had two different wingers tonight and didn't miss a beat. He was very good. Uh, I mean, it, I, it's one of those ones you go to Shore afterwards, hey, thanks, buddy. Thanks for the open net. I, it, shore actually fooled me. I thought he was Deacon. And then Murray Bitt went over to Jujar, but Jujar has been very good and good for him. Understanding what his role is now is the biggest thing for Jujar Kara, and maybe being humbled a little bit, going on the taxi squad, going through waivers, uh, sitting for a while. He's come back and realized, okay, I want to be part of here, uh, of what's going on here. This could be something special this season, and I'd rather be on the ice part of it that way than sitting in the stands watching.
1: 7-1 Oilers tonight on the Certainty Hotline. We have Darcy standing by. Darcy, we appreciate the call. Go ahead.
8: Hey. Um, yeah, just want to say, uh, I mean, it's awesome watching them dominate the Sens, because for so long, we got dominated. But um, um, in all, all honesty, like, it's Toronto, man. Toronto and Winnipeg. So, I've got a question for the both of you. The um, Vander Kane, the San Jose Sharks. There's this entire situation where the Sharks could, I'm not saying they will, but they're saying they could uh Kane's contract. If that was to happen, could Evander Vander Kane be signed by the Oilers? Cuz he would be that extra dimensional player that brings that grit game, that heavy game that we would need
2: against a Toronto or a Winnipeg. Well, Kane is good. Yeah, he is good. He's a very good hockey player. I I but I mean if I I have no idea if that's ever going to happen, but if, if Kane became available there would be a lot of teams in the National Hockey League that would want Evander Kane on their team. I'm yeah, but just... he gets to pl- he's playing with McDavid and, or Dreisaitl. Like it's not like he's you know other teams that he can go play with.
8: Yeah, okay, I, maybe Tampa Bay or or maybe goes up to I don't know like a, a Toronto. But I'm just saying like Edmonton would have to be on one of short shortness, knowing that he could come in play with a top end player and possibly pad his stats for the regular season, have a long playoff run. You know, if the Oilers can get good goaltending and. And have a, an ability to maybe come back in the free agent market and, and earn yeah. whatever he's going to be able to make.
1: Yeah, because I don't, I point. don't, I don't think they could do this in this season. From what, and I'm just double checking a couple articles, Darcy. Cause, I cause think he's it's playing only, right now. He is playing right now. Yeah, uh, I'm just trying. But, but with the sharks,
8: but with the sharks going to the court saying we could, like they're thinking about voiding his contract.
1: Right, and so this is tied Sharps, into his so- bankruptcy procedures
8: that's as right well. that's right absolutely so what what i'm asking is like
2: um in the union agreement and rob you you might know this i don't honestly it, before you say <laughs> anything i have no idea so you'd probably know more about it than i would on this one okay well probably not but okay let's sure okay um anyways
8: okay yeah i'm just curious boys because uh Reading that tonight, right away, it's like wow. Like him with McDavid and Proulxie Arby, oh, yeah, man, that could be a phenomenal. He, lot. he would be
1: a great addition and to they, any team, and, in and the they NHL. still have to make space because they're because right, they're right up against the cap. But, but yeah, but the thing he's a great is, player.
8: But but Reed, the thing is, is that they could get him at a like a bargain price, like right. a basement bargain price. Because he's, I mean, obviously, what's going on with him? It's really sad, and I really hope he gets whatever he needs to help him. It's a really sad situation, but. um for a professional side of it coming to Edmonton, you know, even if he comes in at the minimum league minimum, you know, for for the rest of the season, it doesn't need to be past this season, but it would be for the rest of this season to give this team that dimension to go on the long playoff run.
1: Yeah. That's an interesting one, Darcy. I appreciate that. And maybe you'll have to look into if there'd still be uh, other rules. I mean, that's extremely rare for a contract to be voided in a league where most of them are, are guaranteed. And then I wonder if there would still be... Now, I I, I don't know. I might have to look into this. But do you have to go through waivers? And would, would, could San Jose still be compensated? Even though they've... You know what I mean? I would think... I,
2: I, I haven't read enough about it. I, I did read some well, of the story I guess if they're walking ago. away
1: from it, they're walking away from it.
2: But I don't know if you want to walk away. I mean, he's valuable to the point where you can get something for him. So I don't know why you would walk away from... A contract i honestly i have, I have no idea i, I don't know the rule
1: and if he's doing this if if this would be in some manner to help his bankruptcy Finances, situation yeah. then maybe he would have to say he wouldn't be he couldn't sign anywhere he couldn't have any income at all right which makes more sense which yeah. so maybe he it'd just be like yeah he's gonna avoid a contract and then just not play at all until
2: he gets all his finances done. Until he gets everything settled so yeah. he doesn't
1: have any income that might have to go count towards that.
2: Well, you know what we need on the show. <laughs> we need a <laughs> We, we need a legal analyst yeah. or something. <laughs> that was an interesting, you know, interesting thing for Darcy to bring up. But, it, sure. I mean, he he's a good hockey player that Wolf, would look yeah. good on. A lot of hockey teams would really like to have him on their first line. Yeah, and line.
1: he's only 29. I mean, it seems like he he's can been play. around forever. But, yep. yeah, he's not ancient by any means. Oilers win 7-1 tonight. On the out-of-town scoreboard, which is presented by Edmonton Trailer, looking for parts, service, rentals, or new and used semi-trailers, head to edmontontrailer.com. There is another North Division game tonight. Uh, Man, it's only seven minutes into the first period. That is a late one. (laughs) Even by Vancouver State, that's starting at 11 o'clock in Montreal. No score early between the Canadians and the Canucks. The Wild beat the Golden Knights 4-3. Kings up 3-1 on the Ducks after two. In the third, it's 1-1 Coyotes and Avalanche. And the Oilers Farm team make it six in a row for the Bakersfield Condors. A 3-1 win tonight. So they started 0-5. Now they're 6-5. Ryan McLeod, who's looking good, got his fifth of the season on uh, a penalty shot. And just double-checking if it was Skinner and net again. It was Stuart Skinner. In net again. They, the full stats are not updated, but uh, he will get the victory tonight. Okay. 7804960063. It's the guy who claims to have named a calf after me. Colton is on the line, who's also going to finish the play. Colton, go ahead.
8: Hey, I have your guys's, uh questions on the defense here. I know Darnell and Barry and Larson are going to be in every night, but. Uh, I think Russell should be in every night because to me, he's looked good all year long. Like he handles the big bodies and he always makes smart plays and he does the simple
2: plays. And I don't know. I, I want your guys' thoughts on that. Uh, I mean, I I can't really speak for Reed, but I'm a fan of Chris Russell. And, and I'll tell you one of the reasons why this was a seven, I don't know if it was seven, one or a seven, nothing at the time, but it was late in the hockey game. Uh, the game is over. And Chris Russell blocks two shots in the last five minutes of this hockey game goes all the way out He's above the tops of the circle to block the shot blocks one then goes and and puts his body in front of another one that's the type of uh, Effort or, or the type of fearlessness that he brings to this team and that's why his teammates love him Because it I mean at that point seven nothing or seven one you're like, okay You know, what? I don't want to take one off the foot and miss a game or two coming up when the game ended and all the players came out on the ice. He went straight down the tunnel because he was in distress. He was in pain. And when you block shot after shot after shot, that happens. And the players have an incredible amount of respect for that. Now, Chris Russell's not the same player he was 10 years ago. But he adds an element to this team that the team loves. And his penalty killing, his fearlessness, his toughness, the shot blocking. So that's why... The beginning of the season, he didn't play as much. But when he got his chance to be in there, coaches fall in love with that. They really do. And that's why you see Chris Russell as almost a constant in the lineup now.
1: Colton, you're going to finish the play, so we're already going to give you a Hungry Herd premium sampler box. Hungry Herd top-quality meats delivered right to your door at everyday low prices. Alberta owned and operated.
0: On this homestand, Edmonton about to even its record as James Neal. Off the draw, walks in and buries it on Matt Murray High Glove. His third goal of the year. All have come at the expense of the Senators, and it's 6 nothing Edmonton. All right,
1: there's a goal by James Neal, Colton. Uh, James Neal had a 40-goal season earlier in his career. As a member of what team? Was it the Pittsburgh Penguins or the Cleveland Barons? <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins. It absolutely Colton sounded disgusted with me that I that I even <laughs> that was went.
0: too easy. Read, I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I played I played against the Cleveland Barons. They got a nice rink right downtown Cleveland.
1: <laughs> there we go. Colton's name is scored into the grand prize draw for a $1,000 gift certificate to Visions Electronics. That's courtesy PF Custom Countertops. Support local with a PF renovation. Get started at pfcustomcountertops.com. Okay, we got to bring you the news and the weather. You're still going to hear from Drysaddle and Barry. Joe is up next on the Certainty Hotline. Oilers take it 7-1. It's Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line.
0: Off the draw, Darnell Nurse. Your talent knows no bounds. Here's Drysaddle, left circle, centering pass. rich shot, score, countertops. McDavid makes it 4-0, and Edmonton's running Ottawa right out of Rogers' place. McDavid's got 16, and Dreisaitl, his third point of the period. Oilers win it
1: 7-1 over the Ottawa Senators. Only Jack Michaels can smoothly call a goal and work in a compliment for our colleague bob Stoffer in the process <laughs> well, he's the only one
2: complimenting him that's why oh so that oh, was bad no, and you I'm know i'm gonna get a text there. now i'm gonna get a text from bob now
1: yeah about that time you gave the puck away and in junior
2: <laughs> led to a shorthanded <laughs> yeah. goal against oh i did that a lot did it's you, not the first time did you kill penalties in junior too i did I did. I killed penalties in junior, and I killed penalties in the minor. For some reason, they didn't trust me in the NHL doing that. Not
1: even in your second coming as a all-round
2: versatile I, uh, player. Um, I'm not sure all-round. Uh, yeah, no, I didn't. Actually, in Pittsburgh, we had they. There's the stars killed penalties there too. We had Martin Strack, uh and. He was a very good penalty killer, so he's a first-line guy and a penalty killer. But no, uh, something to do with my lack of skating ability really stopped me from killing penalties in the NHL. And my willingness to lay down in front of slap shots. (laughs) Those two things (laughs) really helped me back. You know, we often talk
1: about how uh, the, the game has changed since... I mean, I guess we have a lot of comparisons to the eighties in this town yep. because a, the Oilers were outstanding and B that was their first decade in the NHL. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they were in the WHA before that, but goaltending has changed drastically just the style of the goaltender. But not only are there m- way more blocked shots, the way players block shots. I mean, nobody goes down McTavish or Craig Ludd very, very rarely. I mean, it, it's all kind of square up to it mm-hmm. and, maybe turn one foot sideways and get your body in front.
2: Well, there's more protection now. True. Well, tonight there was the one shot came in and Bear blocked it and everyone went to the corner because the piece of his skate where they they put over top to protect his foot it's black it broke off and went in the corner and the players chased it the puck was sitting out in front and three guys didn't notice it because they all left but the expectation of the block shot is different now when i played in my era when someone blocked a shot laid down to block a shot they got more or less a standing ovation because it didn't happen often nowadays you i mean your job is to block every time the puck is shot your your job as a player is to front that and block shots. so it's completely different than when i played uh, and the players are so much better at it they're learning how to do it at a young age and when they get to the national hockey league level they know how to do it properly and when I played, most of us didn't. I laid down and, I got yelled at by a coach once in between periods for not blocking a shot, not getting in a shooting lane. Came out the next period, laid down and blocked a shot and broke my foot and I had surgery the next day. Jeez. So I wasn't very good at it. So you, you learn to uh, adapt by getting into the lane better and getting out closer to the defenseman so that he didn't want to shoot. I was very good at that. Cha- telling, More or less encouraging the defenseman to pass it to someone else instead of shooting and, blo- and me having to block it.
1: You're right, right, and as a result, the the lateral movement by defenseman along the blue lines. Oh, it's to incredible! To me,
2: is miles. Well, there's a, a great video of uh, Kael McCarr uh, along the blue line. How he he's made two or three guys look absolutely silly. Mm-hmm. How and we're talking good hockey players. He has them guessing the wrong way because he's so good laterally, moving his hands, moving his feet, uh, and and you have to be good as a defenseman. Good offensive defenseman know how to get pucks through to get pucks through you have to create new shooting lanes and you see a tyson berry uh evan bouchard when he's in is excellent at getting pucks through uh that's what the good ones have to do because you get a a a shot block nowadays it turns into a breakaway going the other way and that gets you off power plays that gets you on the bench a lot quicker so it, it there are a lot of ways that the game has evolved to me goaltending, and sh- block shots are two of the biggest ones. Yeah, somebody texted in Lee Fogelin, the yep. former oiler from the
1: heyday was, well, was pretty good at it as well. One of the best
2: ever was Craig Ludwig for the, for the yeah. Dallas Stars. I've in interviewed Montreal. him about the big shin pads. Oh, hey. He they were, out it, He yeah. was my roommate in uh, Dallas. He was there for a short time, and he was my roommate. <laughs> but yeah, his his like it was unbelievable how big his shin pads were and i'm pretty sure a lot of his equipment was equipment that he'd worn since junior like he'd always had that equipment a lot of guys i played with they would just have the same equipment they had through their junior hockey into their pro career and by the time it was like seven eight years pro i mean there was very little of the equipment left right as opposed to nowadays all these well but when i played too it was hard getting a stick you broke your stick had to be broken in half before you got a new stick like Teams were not as... Wooden sticks, though. Wooden sticks, but teams were not as um, generous with guys getting new sticks, new skates, new gloves, whereas now you watch guys, they have a new pair of gloves every period. Where when I played, okay, uh, you got holes in there? Okay, we'll sew those ho- holes up. What, your skates? Here, yeah, y'all, yeah, we'll fix those skates for you so you can wear them for another season or two. Yep. It was a much different era.
1: Well, yeah, and you see players, some of them use a different stick every period. Yep. Like, I, I remember w- when Yakupov
2: was here, he would tape all his three sticks and he would write one, two, mm-hmm. and three on them. Well, different stick every period. When, at the end of my career, I was down in the minors and I used to use the aluminum stick with the wooden blade that would stick into it and they stopped making the ones that I used Uh, but Brendan Shanahan used the exact same shaft and he knew that they were about to stop making them and he had a whole ton of them and he was in Detroit and our uh, trainer reached out to the Detroit Red Wings trainer and Shanahan was a guy that used a stick per period so I was getting Brendan Shanahan's used sticks and I mean, I would take off his tape because they'd come with his tape on, and right. his name was he sh- on it. He shot, right. he shot right, but I was just so I just used the shaft. Right. So they, he would send me the shaft, so I had all these Shanahan used shafts for the last couple of years <laughs> of my That's career, amazing. and I would use them for months and months, and he would use them for one period. So, uh, Brendan Shannon. A few. He was. A, he got a couple of assists on goals of mine in the minors. So that was nice of him. <laughs> Good stuff. Oilers win seven-one
1: tonight. Leon Drysdale a hat trick, five points, courtesy mattress superstore. Here's Leon.
3: Hey, Leon. Uh, lots obviously went right for your group tonight. What did you like most about kind of the what, what the whole group was able to put out there tonight?
9: Uh, yeah, I thought our start was really good. Um, I think we we put them on their heels a little bit um, early on, and that that obviously helps a lot. Um, and then we had obviously con- um, contribution from from all four lines. Uh, defenseman uh, Smitty was great, so um, pretty complete effort.
3: Leon, uh, everybody goes through stretches where it's going in, and other stretches where it's not. Uh, how fine is the line, you know, between those two times, you know, how? How much is different in times when it is and when
9: it isn't? Sometimes it's just inches. Um, you know, the last couple of weeks I've had chances. I've had enough chances to score. Um, sometimes they go in, sometimes they don't. Uh, that's just the way this game works. Uh, that's how it works for every player in this league. And, um, you know, you just can't get too high, can't get too low. Just got to keep, um, keep going out, keep, keep grinding, and eventually we'll they'll, they'll go back in. Rob Tychkowski, Post Media. Hey
7: Leon, when fans see that you and Connor are playing together, they get, they get excited. People around the league get excited to see it. I'm just wondering, is it the same for you guys? Like, even though you're elite players on your own, does is the it, is it excitement level ramp up a little bit when you're together?
9: Uh, yeah, um, it's obviously um, a fun, fun player to be on the ice with. Um, you know, I think we have a good connection. We have good, good chemistry. Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely fun to play with them. Since that Toronto
7: series, you guys are three and zero and picking up speed. I imagine it's not a coincidence. Uh, you guys have uh, obviously rallied the troops together and, and and got it heading in the right direction
9: after that Toronto series.
7: Is that a catalyst
9: in where you're uh, at now? Um, that's that's our job as as uh, go to guys as as leaders on the team. Um, you know, it's it's our job. Um, as as the leadership group and collectively as as a team to to find find a way out of it and and go in the right direction, uh, uh, I thought our team did a great job of of you know sticking with that and in the Calgary game and and you know we're we're back to three and zero in the last three so um, you know huge props to to our group. All right, that's Leon
1: Drysaitel who leads the way tonight as the Oilers pound the Ottawa Senators seven one. So Edmonton's at seventeen and eleven on the season since the three and six start they've been able to go 14 and five so pretty good run and the north division uh you, you know oddly enough for the Leafs, they they haven't won since uh they swept edmonton last week though they're still fairly comfortable in first place the leafs are four points ahead of edmonton with the game in hand the points percentage that i always refer to toronto 704 winnipeg 660 Edmonton now 607, Montreal 604 and Montreal currently playing with a one nothing lead late in the first period in Vancouver and then there's a little bit of separation to Calgary at 481 in Vancouver at 4 uh, 48 in Ottawa with 328 I I give the points Percentage because it's a shorter season and there's a discrepancy in games played that can make a huge difference. Uh, Edmonton has played the most games out of those top four teams, but uh, but it's tight. And I mean, you gotta you gotta take advantage when you play the mm-hmm. Ottawa in the division. I mean, Edmonton is six and zero against the Senators. They'll try to make it seven on Friday, and it's going to be interesting. I mean, still seven more games, uh, eight more games between the Leafs and the Jets. Well, it's funny. This
2: is where I, I always disliked when people said well this is a, a big series if they don't i mean they need to win two out of three they got to do this series it's not true unless someone is actually eliminated everyone said after the series last week against the leafs that oh, well there goes the Oilers' chances they can't w- get first place it was written uh some of the media talked about well okay that's over with now we got to just worry about making the playoffs that's not true i mean the leafs got into a little dry spell the Oilers, have you know picked it up a little bit and now it's a series again they they have a chance to win now obviously they got to continue to play well the Oilers do and they got to hope that Toronto hits a bump here or there but the Oilers still have some games against the Leafs and as you said the Leafs and the Jets who uh, to me are uh, amongst the elite with the Oilers the three elite teams they have a bunch of games against each other so it it, it isn't over I, I think that the Oilers series against the Leafs Um, i mean you never like losing games but if you're going to lose games and you're going to find some warts in your game get it done early enough in the season that you can actually make some changes you can figure out what you have to be better at Uh, there was some stress in the others games some players did not handle it well now you know so i think as bad as the series was and it was you know wasn't the hockey that everyone was expecting or hoping for uh, maybe that is what's going to push the Oilers in the right direction as they go for a chase to try and win a division.
1: Yeah, that's our adjustment of the game for Alberta's chiropractors. If it hurts, see a chiropractor, visit albertachiro.com slash hockey. You can get us at 780-496-0063. That is the Certainty hotline. And just tough for Ottawa. I mean, now they're, they're 9-19-1. And really, I mean, they started with one win in their first nine games. So just, just tough right out of the gate. And then tonight, you see Colin White go down
2: really awkwardly into the boards and and
1: ryan dezingle got hurt in the third period too
2: so those are two players that you know play regular for them that are out of the lineup so you're a team that is already um not strong and then two players uh, you're going to be missing for your next i don't know how long Uh, it's to me the ottawa senators has normally have a good work ethic where they've been bit this year is with poor goaltending, and Matt Murray again tonight is as I think it was Bob that said before the game that he's been hit or miss. He's yeah. been there's some great games he's played, and then there's some games you're like, "Hey, really? This is a guy that's a Stanley Cup winning goaltender." And today was that one. the The first goal, I think it was the first goal. Now there's so many tonight. The Nurse goal that went through his legs. I know it deflected out near, out above the top of the circles, but when you watch the the replay. I mean, there was a lot of open space between the legs. I mean, he, you actually could have put if it was a basketball coming in, that would have went in there. And you need some saves. And uh, again, I, I said after the one period, he makes a huge save on Leon settle that was like, wow, like, oh, that it was made a you great jump, save. you jump, but yeah. someone behind me said, well, where was that in the first period when they, when the team needed it? The Ottawa Senators need good goaltending, and they need someone that they can rely on because there is going to be mistakes. It's a young and experienced team. And that's not, why they got Murray. That's why they they thought, okay, we're gonna have at least we're gonna have solid goaltending that's gonna keep us in games. Maybe we're gonna lose games three two like they did the other night because they got a solid effort out of yeah, Decor. played well. He played very well. They got the solid, and that's the type of games. And now they're like we're one bounce away from beating a good team in Edmonton tonight. They didn't get the saves at all throughout the night, and probably the Oilers are unlucky they didn't win by more than. Seven-one. They hit a couple posts, had a couple chances. They got a little fancy at near the end when they didn't really <laughs> need a little, to. Eh? Little fancy. They, they tried. I mean, Leon and Connor decided they weren't going to get a point unless the other guy got a point too. Okay, I got to get it to Connor because he hasn't touched it yet. Uh, but you can do that when you have a seven-one lead. Uh, they the Ottawa Senators didn't get the goaltending, and now it's interesting. You, I would have you would have guessed that Murray would play back-to-back, but I don't know if I come back with Murray after tonight. In the next game, the final of the, the finale of this three-game set, I probably come back with the younger kid after what he did two days ago.
1: Yeah, I might. Uh, I might too. I mean, he was uh, he was solid in that game. And
2: and he's, yeah. and he's is he not their third-string goalie then? Third or fourth? Yeah, because Hogberg's son, He's out for about a week here. Yeah. So your third-string guy is now. I mean, in my eyes, should be playing the next game ahead of your number one guy because your number one guy just let in seven.
1: The Oilers take it 7-1 over the Ottawa Senators. Leon Dreisleitle with a hat trick and two assists. Tyson Barry had three helpers. You'll hear from him when we get back to Heartland Ford. Overtime open line. Oilers big winners, 7-1 over the Senators. Maybe you can be a big winner as well. You have until 11 o'clock to get a ticket in the Edmonton Oilers Community Foundation online 50-50 presented by REMAX. The estimated pot right now, $1.9 million. Winner gets half. $1.9 million. You still have an hour and seven minutes to get a ticket. And, of course, tonight's draw is in memory of Walter Gretzky. With net proceeds going to Northern Alberta food banks, the game on Friday will also honor Walter Gretzky's legacy, and it'll benefit the Cure Cancer Foundation and the Alberta Cancer Foundation. But again, that pot tonight so far, 1.9 million dollars. You can get a ticket until 11. Tyson Berry with three assists in the win. Here he is. Hey Tyson, can you just
3: uh, just address how well it seems your team has bounced back here? You, you, know, you put three straight wins in the bank. And after uh, you know a down little stretch there, just the way you have sort of rallied as a
0: group.
6: Yeah, um, it's a, it's a great response from us. That was uh, obviously a tough three-game stretch we had, and it was sort of a you know could have been a monumental point of our season if we were going to continue to go that way, or, or we were going to uh, you know turn it around and, and you know start stringing some together. So I'm um, really proud of the the way we've responded, and um, you know we got another big one coming up here.
3: I think you knew uh, knew quite a bit about Connor McDavid and had been around him a, a reasonable amount coming in. Uh, what are you noticing about Leon Drysidel? Now that you've had a chance to be teammates for a little while, like he just went through a you know frustrating stretch for him, and then you see what he does and the way he can pull himself out of it. What are your observations on on Leon?
6: Yeah, uh, I mean Connor and Leon are both incredible, you know, players and, and obviously world class players, and um, you know quite a bit different too they go about it you know in two different ways and um leon's the way he thinks the game and, and the way he passes the puck on his forehand backhand and um slows the game down but you know finds guys with speed is pretty incredible and um he's a great guy and just uh you know really uh, grateful to, to be able to get out there with those two uh, on a nightly basis jason Greger, tsn 1260
5: Tyson, in Colorado, you know, McKinnon played with Branson a lot, that's Marner and Matthews. You, you haven't really seen McDavid and Drysaddle together up until the last two games. Um, can you kind of, not necessarily compare the duos, but what do you see that makes those two so dangerous together when they're on the ice? Uh, I
6: don't, there's no secret to uh, that, I don't cool. think. I think... Uh, they're like, like I just said, they're two world-class players and y- y- they've obviously got some chemistry. And, um, I, I know I wouldn't want to be defending them. Um, every night as a line, I, I can't imagine that's, uh, that's very much fun to play against. So, um, that would be a bit of a nightmare, but I mean, the way that Connor skates and, and sees the ice and, and Leon's the same way. And I don't know, it's just, uh, any amos in there, you know, getting pucks out of the corner and, um, it's, uh, Seems to be a good mix, and they've got, a, they've got a little bit of chemistry
5: there. Now, for you personally, I'm, I'm not sure you're aware necessarily a care, but 21 points in the first 28 games of a season, that ties a career high for you. Um, just kind of, can you talk about how you felt about your game here for the last six weeks and what you like about it and what you feel maybe you want to improve on it, eh?
6: Yeah, I think it got off to a bit of a slow start, obviously, and you're just trying to get some chemistry and kind of find a way and and kind of see where you fit in on the team and and what your role ends up being and um, I'm feeling pretty comfortable with my game the last couple weeks and um, obviously you know the points uh, come with team success and helps having those guys out there and and getting to play with them and the power play and the whole thing and um, really enjoy playing with Nursey too he's uh, a super you know super steady guy great puck mover and I think we've got a bit of chemistry ourselves so uh, you know, we'll look to continue to try to jump in the play and, you know, continue to, to bring some offense. But always looking to just be good defensively. When, you know, when you're trying to jump and, and push the pace, you want to make sure you're not giving up too much defensively. So that will be a, a focus for sure. Rob to Post Media.
7: Hi right, Tyson, uh, you know, Connor and, and Leon had, had that great game today, but it almost seemed like it was contagious, that it spread through the lineup. And, it, it, like, after that first shift where they, you know, they were throwing it around like it was a five-on-three, they get a goal, and it, it was almost like everybody's, you know, here we go. Does that, does that spread through the bench when you see something like that? It's going to, all right.
6: Yeah, yeah, totally. I think when you start off like that and you see these guys, you know, kind of buzzing around in the ozone and... Creating opportunities and, and getting rewarded—it it just kind of, you know, um, puts some life into the group and um, gives us, you know, confidence. So uh, that was a—that uh, was the first period we needed, and I think we, you know, carried, uh, you know, a good part of the game. And obviously, we let off a little bit there at the end. But um, yeah, absolutely, those guys—you know—when they're playing like that, it gives us uh, a lot of confidence.
7: Uh, a four-point night for you and Darnell. Uh, this, you know, we talked about it before, but this defense pairing really seems to be working for for both of you what what about that chemistry uh clicks
6: yeah i i don't know exactly what it is but i think we both you know we both skate well and see the ice well and um we're both you know kind of offensive minded in our own ways and um it's uh it's just been a lot of fun getting to to play with him and build some chemistry and you know i think we're we're only going to get better i think we're still kind of you know learning some of our our own tendencies and um Darnell's such a, a great pro. He takes care of his body, and he plays so much, and he's up and down the ice. So, you know, I'm learning a bit from him, too. So
1: um, it's, it's been a blast. That's the fenceman Tyson Barry as the Oilers win at 7-1 over Ottawa. Get more on 630 chetcom globalnews.ca. Thanks to our production crew, Troy Bowler and Kellen Kennedy. Next Oilers broadcast is Friday. The face-off show is 5.30. The game is at 7. On behalf of Rob Brown, I'm Reed Wilkins. You've been listening to Heartland Ford Overtime Open Line. Have a great night.